enemy but you know how I gets down and you know what I likes to do I always pick a certain album that doesn't exactly get talked about as much um and again not to say we ain't gonna do some of their monumental albums in later episodes but this episode we are gonna do an album review from the compilation album The Greatest Misses that was released September 15th 1992 so the reason I picked this album, and I do consider it uh, part of their run as an album. So obviously you had Yo Bum Rush the Show in 87. You had It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back in 88. Obviously I've explained before how great and monumental that album is. Fear of a Black Planet released in 1990. Probably the pinnacle, honestly, of Public Enemy. Like to me... And then Apocalypse 91, The Enemy Strikes Black, is where people start to say it kind of declined, but I still think that album is amazing. It was in my top 10 from 1991. And then you have this album in 1992. So you know how in basketball, when you're on a hot streak and you're taking shots, then you have a heat check, right? Sometimes, you know, Steph Curry, whoever will come down and they might have hit like four threes in a row. They're going to shoot that heat check. And either they make it or they don't, right? That's just to, you know, see if they're still on. That's what I consider this album to be for Public Enemy and their monumental run of of their albums and them at the height, the zenith of their popularity. Okay, so fi- once again, let's figure this out as like a hill. So Yo Bum Rush the Show starts it off. People kind of lukewarm to it, still like it. I think it's a damn good album. And then you start to go up the hill. Now, as you go up, it takes a nation's uh, takes a nation of millions to hold us back. You know, boom, there it goes. At the top is fear of a black planet. Then you start to come down the other side, and that's where Apocalypse uh, ninety one is at. And then this is right uh, underneath that, I would say. And a lot of people will cite this as the beginning of the end for Public Enemies run. Okay, and. You would be right. You would be correct. After this, uh, you know, they didn't have another album until 94, and their sound very much changed as hip-hop started to change, and it was never to the success as their, you know, albums before this, especially those first four albums, uh, never really received as much, you know, attention, I guess you would say. But instead of looking at this album as the beginning of the decline. I like to look at this album as the last of that great run from public enemy, because this still has some really good jams on it. And like I said, it is a compilation. So you got six brand new or unreleased songs. Okay. And then the other six are just remixes of older songs, but three out of those six remixes are really, really good. And then you have a live performance of shut him down in the uk um and it's over pete rock's version 
and we'll get into why that's on there and what I wish was there instead. But nonetheless, this if you're a fan of Public Enemy, I can see how when this came out at first, it's kind of like this weird, like, okay, we got these new songs, and they're good, and then these remixes, and you could almost tell that it was like Public Enemy or Def Jam trying to cash in on the popularity of, De- of Public Enemy, right? And you would be right. And it also could have been like the start of a new album that just didn't work out and they kind of just threw this together. However, it ended up being, you know, nonetheless, it it came out and a lot of it was kind of some mixed reviews. okay? but it went gold. This album went gold and it still sold very well. And to me, I still I'm a big fan of this album. I, I really am shock shocker right there, huh? But, uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those albums, again, just like some of the ones I do, a lot of the ones I do, that just doesn't get enough love, I feel like. And in hindsight, when you go back and listen to it, it's not that bad. It's pretty damn good, especially, like I said, three out of those six remixes are really good. And I like all six of those brand new songs, uh, or unreleased songs, and, you know, I... I don't know. Sounds like a Public Enemy album to me. There's three songs that definitely don't, and you can probably already guess uh, that those will probably be my bottom three songs. But nonetheless, um, you know, it's it's a damn good album, and that's why out of all the Public Enemy albums, you know, we know how great it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Is it was number one on my top ten albums from '88. We know how great Fear of a Black Planet is. You know, Apocalypse '91 is still a fucking damn good album. And you know what? I like this album. Greatest Misses is still also right up there with this run as far as I'm concerned. I put this with Public Enemy's five-album run of their golden age of, you know, them at the height of their popularity. You know, remember, this group was literally touring with U2, just to put that in perspective of how big Public Enemy was. I'm not going to go through again how big of a fan of Public Enemy I am. You know, for for the love of God, this uh, this podcast is called Bring the Noise Podcast. Nothing else to say right there, right? I've said it before, so you know, boom. Um, but I just wanted to clear that up because a lot of people might be like, so you finally do a Public Enemy album and you pick Greatest Misses. Yes, I do. I do pick Greatest Misses, okay? Uh, and so there's 13 tracks There was one single, which is Hazy Shade of Criminal, released in 92. There's a music video for that. There also is a music video for the Louder Than a Bomb, the the Jam Master J remix. Um, That wasn't actually released as a single, but there is like a music video to it. So, you know, by all means, check that out. That's pretty cool. And uh, let's just get in to this bad boy right about now. Like I said, this gold-selling album. So your first six tracks on this album are going to be your six new or unreleased tracks. Number one is a song called Ty Goes to the Runner. All right. And Ty Goes to the Runner is once again, you got the Bomb Squad on production. Now, the Bomb Squad isn't on a lot of songs. There's a few that they do. There's a lot of new producers that come in on this album, which I think is also what people may have not have like necessarily liked about it. But I, you know, to me, even the other producers, they had that bomb squad feel to it. Hip hop was changing in 92. Public Enemy was trying to tra- change with it. Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
it still sounds like good old public enemy to me. Anyway, Ty goes to the runner, comes in, and so, you know, a lot of songs on here, there's like these news reports or like they sample things of like news or reporters talking about them. So this album starts off with an outrage as a rap group called Public Enemy. But these days, America is on a hair trigger, and Public Enemy has taken some incoming fire of their own. It is music, but it's, that's becoming more and more popular, so you should decide for yourself. Is this art or dangerous propaganda? And then the beat rolls in. It's a real up-tempo beat. Again, to me, definitely sounds like Bomb Squad. Uh, maybe not as hectic, you know, as some of their bomb squad beats but still it comes in and flavor flav you know hold it hold it this is serious business serious business i don't stop the time and again 93 y'all know me and the reason why i think maybe this might have been a planned album that just didn't really come to fruition is you'll hear flavor flavor flav on a lot of songs say 93 Almost like, you know, when someone's recording, they usually record it the year before. They know it's not going to come out till the next year most of the time. So they'll shout the next year out. So you'll hear Flava Flav saying 93 a lot. And maybe it just didn't happen. This album got thrown together. And anyway, that's just kind of my theory on that. And, uh, you know, Flava Flav starts it off like he always does. Chuck comes in. Here is a track that I found underneath finding beats is a treat and I don't care if it top pop abracadabra. Um, and now if we, if you if you know Public Enemy, Chuck D is almost like the Martin Luther King of this era. Okay, his voice is strong, it's powerful, even over these laid back tracks and kind of not as crazy beats. Chuck D is always coming with that fucking voice and always coming in. I like how he you know starts off by saying here's a beat that i found you know it, i love finding it doesn't matter if it goes pop and he's going through you know he's like here's the rose to the casket close gone and check it next is the x to come wreck it you know talking about terminator x uh because you know the the group is you got the s1w's you got terminator x on the turntables you got chuck d the speaker you got flavor flav the hype man professor griff used to be down with the group by this time he's probably not maybe he joined back in I don't know. Anyway, uh, I think progress, uh, Professor Griff has said before he joined back in around this album. But nonetheless, uh, uh, he ends that verse, and then the hook is just Chuck going, Ty goes to the runner, to the runner, to the runner. Ty goes to the runner, to the runner. One more time. D feel it. One more time. Uh, you know, verse two, Chuck comes in. Pot licking, I'll be wrecking, I reckon he's electrician. Pulling switches on brother who be in disposition. I never got along with the long arm of law. I saw where they placed the hardcore, yo. Um, and, you know, Chuck, Chuck just always coming with that shit. You know, a strong verse. Um, you know, talking about the excuses in Murphy Brown. So he's, uh, again, it, Public Enemy is always bringing up at the time Things that are going on in the news, things that are going on in society, they always touch on shit. Um, that's why Public Enemy has always been so important. Uh, they will not back down. They will talk about things going on. Um, you know, and at this time in Greatest Misses is dropped, you know, the, the group's going through a lot of shit. You know, you had the Professor Griff stuff going on where he had said some derogatory remarks towards Jewish people. You had the crazy shit going on about um the song until i by the time i get to arizona because in the 
video. He's pushing a button that executes the governor of Arizona. And so, you know, they're under a lot of scrutiny, you know. So uh, Greatest Misses comes out, could have been trying to capitalize on all that. There's four verses on here. You know, verse three, he, t- he touches on the riots that were going on um, in L.A. after uh, the Rodney King uh police uh men were found not guilty so he starts off not surprised at all about the riot zone as i'm on i wish they leave me alone this was predicted not self-inflicted by the rap out of the hood they picked it good just him being like i'm not surprised by the riots this shit was predicted um you know shit we told you what was gonna happen you know and ty goes to the runner Verse four is just a small little one, you know, as I quote, I freaked the notes and double the dose. And all she wrote, devour, got the power of a double man. Get excited, just don't bite it, you in trouble, man. I got the rhythm to ride, the rhyme to slide. A thought to provoke, cause I don't joke. Here's a brother with an attitude, don't get me rude. Chew it up, was it like food? Yo, um, so, you know, Chuck just doing his thing again. Uh, dope ass song, okay. Ty goes to the runners, also sampling loose booty from Sly and the Family Stone. Grab it from the Olympic runners. Knock him out, Sugar Ray, by EU. Um, so, of course, Bomb Squad always has very intricate raps, very intricate um, just production. Uh, you know, it's just dope. So, nonetheless, let's play that clip. Number one, Ty goes to the runner from Public Enemy. Off of the album, Greatest Misses, 1992. Hit it. Here's a track I found underneath. Finding beats is a treat. And I don't care if it's top pop, abracadabra. Heck, keep a tab of this sticking around like the structure. Into a mode unload and pop, pop, pop. Go the whistle that drop from the hip hop. Kissing the baby goodbye. Go and go and go. I keep it flowing on. I like a lemon. I ain't living like a lime. Here's a line of those. Here's a rose that keep the cast and we are back, and that leads us into number two, a song called Hit the Road, Jack. Um, you know, this one comes in like, j- j- joke's on you, Jack, kind of, uh, or uh, from the LL Cool J song from his uh, Walking with a Panther album. And uh, again, this beat is uh, pretty pretty not laid back, but definitely not as hectic, again, as I said, with uh, Ty Goes to the Runner. Pretty still chill. This is uh, produced by the Imperial Grand Ministers of Funk, uh, which I think is just like one of the dopest names out there, honestly, um, to me anyway. But uh, so produced by those guys. And we're also sampling Brick House from the Commodores, Cold Feet from Albert King, and of course on the Ill Tip from LL Cool J. Um, And so Hit the Road Jack is kind of hitting that conscious rap that public enemies known for again you know you got flavor flaves coming in after it says hit the road jack um and then chuck comes in i remember when us blacks were on our backs across the tracks where we live now we packing cadillacs a pontiac yeah you know what i'm saying and poor old and thinks it's a caddy now he playing mac daddy again public enemy is always touching on just so many things and that's why to me this is still a good public enemy album because there's still uh, touching on certain aspects of what African-Americans are going through at that moment. Um, who's Jack, you ask me, you say, I say it every time. But the rhythm goes into your head, down to your toes. And if you miss me, play it off like a diss, yo. So basically, Jack is kind of like, um, you know, a white supremacist 
the motherfucker needs to hit the road. You know what I'm saying? Because public enemy's going to come. They're going to bum rush your ass out and probably kill you, in the re- you know, which you deserve it. So, um, anyway, like I said, played off like a diss. I'll play the book for the track. I'll bring it back. Look out. Hit the road, Jack. And then the, the hook is just hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. And then uh, Flava Flav going, don't you come back. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Don't, joke's on you, Jack. Chuck comes back in. Black is black and white is white. That's all right. If you're right, that's all right. No need to fight. Yo, much respect to the natures and check a little. If not, expect me to cock a doodle, do a riddle. Just acting, cracking, proves to be a killer like me. I refuse to be a Negro. But we grow to be people, people. But our color had them playing us out like we were Cinderella. Um, you know, and again, on this one, I like that Chuck can still have the powerful voice, even if he's going over laid back, um, beats kind of like the tie goes to the runner and of course this one uh you know step back hit the road jack um his third verse is dope because you hear the hook or you hear the the sample from karis one like we're not done he's like not jack the ripper or the jack of spades i'm not jacking for beats let's get jack the raper mothers cried while forefathers died from the whip and not a bit ever made on paper when i come they all running hot and they quit and yell here comes chuck with that black shit um, which I just think is dope because, you know, Chuck coming with that with that real shit. I took a line, you know, uh, he played out like bell-bottom jeans. I took a line from Main Source for that. I know they feel the same way. Thank you. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Don't you come back. Um, big fan of this song. I do like Ty Goes to the Runner better than Hit the Road, Jack. I think Ty Goes to the Runner was a great way to start the album, but... Uh, again, these first six uh, unreleased or brand new songs, I like them. They sound like Public Enemy to me. Uh, Hit the Road Jack, dope song. So let's play that clip. Number two, Hit the Road Jack from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Let's go. I remember when us blacks were on our backs across tracks where we live. Now we packing in Cadillacs. A Pontiac, if you know what I'm saying. Paul Nick think it's a caddy. And now I play a Mac Daddy. But that's all right. I blame it all on Jack. Who's Jack? You ask me. You say. I say it every time. But the rhyme goes into your head. That's to your toes. And you miss me. Play it off like a diss. Yo. Let's go with this. The wick, 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 and we're wick, back. Wick. And that leads us into number three. A song called Get Off My Back. Public Enemy albums have always been known to let Flava Flav have a song uh, here and there. He's always on songs backing up Chuck, but he always usually gets his own song as well. You know, Cold Lampin' or Mega Blast, which actually has both him and Chuck uh, from Yo Bum Rush the Show. Uh, You know, there's just um, always a song or two on albums that Flava Flav gets to himself. This is one of those songs. So it comes in. You hear him go, get off my back. Now, this song is slamming. And usually Flava Flav's solo songs are always slamming. So, uh, you know, it comes in and then it's like, it's got uh, these girls kind of singing. It's like, you've got to get off my back. Get off my back. You've got to get off my back. Get off my back. We got a real flavor flav getting down with the sound. And he's telling you to get off his back. Uh, which is, you know, I, I this the, the samples this one's very funky. Definitely has a funky feel to it. And uh just yeah, I mean again, if for Flavor Flav's solo track, you got the bomb squad on it again. 
just kind of getting funky with it, which I think is just cool. Personally, that's just me. Um, and you know, Flavor Flav's just doing his, his, uh, crazy Flavor Flav stuff that he's always doing. He's like, the monkey ain't no joke. So you want to mess with the goat? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, the monkey ain't no joke. You better leave him alone. He's full grown. He's the cyclone. He's the moan tone, you know. Um, he's on my back. Give you no slack. Don't give me no jack, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I've, I always like when Flava Flav gets his chance to, uh, to kind of do his own thing. This song also ended up being on Mo Money, the soundtrack, before this came out. So, this was kind of one of those songs that was on a soundtrack, then it got thrown on to this. Um, also, the people singing with them, you know, you got the Flavotrons, uh, which is copies of himself who sing uh, back up and belt out the song, uh, the, the, which is inspired from the song Tear the Roof Off, uh, the chorus anyway. And so, you know, you got that kind of going on. Not too much lyric crazy. Like I said, he's the Capone, the clone. The broken bone tone, you've got to get off my back. Um, let me breathe, you've got to get off my back. Um, and like I said, it's pretty much just Flavor Flay saying the monkey ain't no joke, you know. Don't give me no slack. Kind of just repeats this stuff again. Towards the end, he's just going, assalamu alaikum. And that's the way we take them. And if we get frisked down, then that's the way we shake them. Uh, then again, the chorus, we got the real Flavor Flav getting down with the sound, and he's telling you to get off his back. It's real funky. Uh, big fan of this song, uh, and, you know, Flavor Flav does his thing for sure. So let's play that clip. Number three, Get Off My Back from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Play it. The monkey ain't no joke. So you want to mess with the back and that leads us into number four a song called gotta do what i gotta do this song ended up being on the trespass uh hip-hop soundtrack movie soundtrack which i had at number one on my top five um movie hip-hop soundtracks so uh i had actually gotten that album before i got this album i was very familiar with gotta do what you got what i gotta do big fan of this song Definitely a hyped up beat. Bomb Squad on production again. Um, definitely one of the top songs on this album as far as I'm concerned. Definitely sounds like classic Public Enemy. I love Chuck D going over this particular song. Uh, and it starts with, again, some more of those news reports where it's like, it's somebody talking to an old lady and they're like, do you know what Public Enemy is? And she's like, Public Enemy? Probably somebody in office, which I just think is funny. And then it's, you know, Chuck talking like, you know, that's where we got the idea for come on down. And then you hear Flavor Flav like, you know, me and my boy Chuck D, we don't take no shorts, you know. And then it just busts in. And like I said, it's got a dope ass kind of like drum sound on this. And the beat uh, is just very, very hype. Very, very dope. Uh, so they're, they're actually um, sampling uh, Ain't It Funky now from Grant Green. And then, of course, a little bit of themselves. Brother's going to work it out from themselves. Public Enemy. Um, and I just love, I love the way Chuck raps on this song. So when it comes in, he goes, I got to do what I got to do. Uh, 
so who the hell are you to tell me how my song is wrong you don't know lay out and let the drummer go and right when he says let the drummer go the beat really starts getting dope percussion and then uh, you think my rap's about stealing it's all about feeling sometimes drug dealing but few know how my flow don't get the proper review i gotta do what i gotta do uh and so you know when it hits the hook it's like it's just kind of really no hook but uh at certain times it'll, it'll be like and i say what about now we came to get down you know and um and he rolls in with the second verse do what you gotta do first so here go the verse uh or you know i gotta do what i do best uh i kick the nitty and ness the danger zone you better leave me alone i got posse plus the feds that better watch me i pick a bone with arizona about kicking a mission with no permission that's what i like best about this song is when the beat will break out and the way he kind of goes with it where he's like kicking a mission with no permission i let him know why i did what i did i got dialogue got him to even sing along it got the semi-automatic tongue tell you young went the static yo they try to get some they had the nerve to call the president and why i wasn't hesitant to scream i was a resident so call uh, so called power to the people looking for the truth like guessing my vest was never bulletproof once again kind of breaking down um there too you know and kind of finishes this verse off again and so he's talking about the what had happened with the by the time i get to arizona basically like i don't feel bad about it i don't give a fuck what you think that dude didn't want to the governor didn't want to celebrate martin luther king day and so you know fuck him i had to do what i had to do you know, and uh, that's why my look is mean. And to the devil's talking about God. Another reason why I'm coming hard. My intellect doing wreck, cause and effect till it's through. I gotta do what I gotta do. And that's when it's breaking down like, and I say, what about now? We came to get down. And then it's like, and let the drummer go, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Love getting hyped to this song. It's dope, you know. Uh, th third verse, I gotta do what they don't like because i got a mic the more i push in the more you learn then they burn watch out and get another turn they take the helm recreate the realm of leaders not to say you never need us but in the mining you can do it it's so easy to start yeah baby you can see it on the flow chart and just in case they ever get in the middle of things before i go you know i'm gonna take a swing until they give what they never gave i refuse to be a slave i hijack the airwaves i love that one that's a dope line um, you know, gotta do what I gotta do, and the beat just kind of rolls for a while, doing the, huh, come on, the production on this is dope, Bomb Squad coming with that shit, definitely this one, uh, and a, and a couple other songs are very much, uh, the roots of Public Enemy, big fan of I Gotta Do What I Gotta Do, I liked it on the Trespass soundtrack, I like it on this album, so, Let's play that clip. Number four, Gotta Do What I Gotta Do from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Play that shit. I gotta do what I gotta do. So who the hell is you to tell me how my song is wrong? You don't know. Lay out and let the drama go. You think my rap's about stealing, but it's about feeling. Sometimes drug dealing. But you know how my flow will get the proper review. I gotta do what I gotta do. We are back, and that leads us into number five, a dope, dark-ass story over a dark-ass beat called Air Hoodlum, produced by Dr. Treble and Mr. Bass of the Hit Mob, um, which it suspects that Dr. Treble and Mr. Bass are actually just Chuck D and uh, Gary G. Wiz, 
trying to be slick because it's the only production credit in three decades is this lone song. So that's uh, what I've looked up. People think that it is. Anyway, Air Hoodlum is just a dark, very, not disturbing, but just, you know how I use the word eerie a lot. This beat is very eerie, very, very eerie. Um, and it's the story of it is just not a good story. It's a sad story, but they're sampling born done, born under a bad sign from Albert King person to person from the average white band. And thank you for talking to me, Africa from Sly and the family stone. Um, so air hoodlum is a story about a basketball player that, uh, pretty much falls into the system of where nobody really cares about giving him any other future basketball is it they just want to use him as a cash cow um you know again there's an intro where you just hear flavor flavor like yo chuck where you at gee i think he went upstairs and then you hear this a furious mixture of noise is what public enemy producer hank shockley calls music's worst nightmare uh and hey he's a good kid and then through the one thing i like about this beat not only is the beat crazy but through the whole beat pretty much flavor flavor is going Air hoodlum, air hoodlum, and he like he he makes it go, and it just kind of creates an even more ambiance uh, to it, you know. And then you hear a bunch of samples of like basketball games here. Check, check, check the elevation, you know, a player that can leap with the best of them. And so, verse one, you know, he goes rising up in the Velt Strong Island, New York, the hood, in case you did not know my base, there was a ball player who had all the skills um, with the pill to play the piper, plus all the bills. Mick, his first name, Mac, the awesome game, so his name is Mickey Mac, practice in the heat, the rain, and in pain. Mick was so quick at six foot six, down to be picked by anyone but the Celtics. Oh, what a handle could score from anywhere on the floor with people banging on him or even hanging on him. But what he did best be above all the rest was, and then you hear some more samples of like basketball games and or like uh, news reports kind of about basketball games coming in. Like a player that can leap with the best of them as a high school phenom, the Skywalker himself, I felt he could do to make this an effective basketball you know, game and just people talking great about him. Then Chuck D starts to go in more about what Mickey Mac has going on. So grades 9 and 10, Mickey Mac uh, was all that, but in class his ass sat way in the back. How I know? Because I know I used to flow with the bro. He didn't mind. I used to read him his own headlines. So Mickey Mac couldn't read. You know, Chuck D had to read them for him because he could not read them and school wouldn't need them if the lines would have went like this. Mickey Mac jumped over the candlestick. Now, there's a lot of cool breakdowns in this song. That So right there, when he says that the lines would have went like this, the beat will break down into not such an eerie sample. And he goes, his stack was in a status, but the D was still whack. Grades 11 and 12, he found the wrong clientele and all during class he would dribble in the hall. And then the beat will come back to that kind of creepy ambiance. Uh, but he never got in trouble in school. But the trouble was it was cool if your brain was just another bubble. As long as he scored 52 and got 33 rebounds fucking around. Teams lost to him. He went right through him. Division, county, state. Now that's three count him. Championships for a small time bro that's bound to go pro, you know. Then he has interludes again. You know, he gets to the free throw, you know, a bunch of stuff. Like, then he had a triple-double and a sensational player. Uh, and 
Verse 3 is like, SATs didn't matter because he was all that, you know, a pat on the back. So kind of saying now, like, everyone knew, teachers, coaches, that he wasn't doing good, but they just let it pass, you know, uh, which we've seen movies and things like that so many times. He was always in the news. You got to know what it means. It means revenue, and I'm telling you. So they weren't worried that he wasn't developing his mind. They just wanted that revenue and use him for that. He saw cars and G's come to our school. Please approach hell with the principal. Where's the coach? Oh, went to a college four-year scholarship and won a championship. So he ended up going to college, but when it came to his life, he didn't care because he took it to the air. So again, all right, things are going good. You know, high school is great. He got a full ride to college. He's playing, won a championship. Again, in the hook, there's a bunch of, you know, more things like there's a jumper. He's not, he got the rebound, you know, blah, 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 that stuff. Um, now, the fall began when Mickey Mack fell. Hell ripped his knee, drafted last by personnel. So now he fell and he ripped his knee. Oh, how he loved the game. It was fantastic until he was cut and couldn't stick. Now the beat breaks down again. Times got tighter and tighter. He had an attitude, was rude, so he turned into a fighter. School wouldn't give him a job that he needed. Assistant to the assistant coach. They didn't need it. Then he resorted to a stick-up kid, ski masking gat. But this game he wasn't good at. Drugs on the side, police ambushed his ride, gunfire. Another homicide. He was over, ghost, you know, a hometown hero, but now a zero. To the hypocrites who ripped him blind for the skills without the will to develop his mind. Forever in the news, uh, the community views him only as air hoodlum. And then you hear someone go, I don't understand it. The kid could have been another Jordan. Um, this song is just, again, a classic public enemy song about how back then and still to this day, um, African-American youth will be targeted to basically just, you know, get money. And then if he rips something or whatever, no help. They couldn't get a job even with the school assistant coach to the assistant coach. They didn't need him. He fell on hard times, ended up becoming a stick up kid, got caught in a gunfire with the cops, dead. Just like that. All the promise in the world for Mickey Mac out the door, all because he never developed his mind. All he ever did was focus on basketball, never had a backup plan, you know? And that's just how it ends. It's a sad story, but it's reality. And that's what Public Enemy's always been about is that reality type shit. So let's play that clip. Number five, Air Hoodlum from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Let's go. Rising up in the belt, strong island, New York, the hood. In case you did not know my face, there was a ball player who had all the skills with the pill to pay the paper, plus all the bills. Make his first name, Mac the awesome game, practice in the heat and the rain, the in pain. Mix so quick at six foot six, down to be picked by anyone but the Celtics. Oh, what a handle could score from the floor with people banging. And we are back, and that leads us into number six, our one single from the album, and probably the best song on the album, the best representation of what Public Enemy is all about, and of course, the beat is crazy, and the most Public Enemy sounding beat, even though it wasn't produced by the Bomb Squad, this is once again the Grand Imperial Ministers of Funk on production, and they rip this shit, okay? This beat is nuts. It's crazy. It's actually got the same sample that Ultra Magnetic MCs uh, uh, use for their Break North. 
and you heard how much I talked about Break North and Ultra Magnetic MCs. I think it's funny because it's like Ultra Magnetic would uh, take things from Public Enemy, and this was kind of like Public Enemy taking some things from Ultra Magnetic, and obviously they were all uh, cool with each other. So when I say take, I don't mean like steal, but like you know, be like, oh, we're gonna use that sample. Um, the beat is crazy, and you hear, but like so many other white leaders, he appears to have missed the point. And you hear, like, again, these news reports, like a lot of these songs start with, once the riot started, it spread like a forest fire. It started in a lot of different places pretty much at the same time. Then you hear Chuck come in, like, 500 FBI agents coming after us with a license to kill 30 mil, claiming it's just a drug bust. While he's saying that, you hear guns getting loaded. And then this beat just fucking flies in and then it's just fucking flavor flavor like they're thinking about making a fly switch replacing the devil with a witch dirty motherfuckers you know and then chuck comes in like reach somebody reach gotta reach power to the people in the beats you know and i mean this beat is fucking ripping and chuck comes in like just going some people accuse some people of crime some people get away with losing my rhyme they don't like where i'm coming from so they play dumb dumb diggity dumb diggity dumb but i'm telling you what they do everybody plays a fool when the relief thief gets cool pool now we and then you know hear this yeah uh he who got the finger on the war button talking loud ain't saying nothing tv got him bigger than life oh yeah now all he needs is a knife and then it's like who's criminal damn that beast is going chuck comes back in like blind deaf and dumb hard to see them coming but they come here they come don't be dumb diggity dumb pot licking right bad checks still they're getting wrecked going for it you know kind of beeps it out don't really know what he says there but um rolling the blue and the white gang ready to bang biggity bang hanging around the hanging around the rope nope 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 N-O-P-E, I ain't bending for the soap. Never understood why the hood half a who's in the joint. Now they got me losing my point. Yeah, I gotta have it going on. Born criminal, born. So, you know, it's just going through. Cops be fucking with people. Again, this music video is pretty fucking intense, too. From what I read, MTV also kind of banned this music video because there is a lot of shit going on in this music video. You know, they're in the judge room and, uh, you know, uh, African-American guy is being uh, tried and he's clearly didn't do the crime. And, you know, it, it's just a lot of shit going on. You know, cops just killing people. And, you know, this one right here, though, when Chuck comes in verse three, take a piece of America back. But who had it first? Hear the Indian curse. Robbed and stole so much, so much it ain't funny. Now he got his face on money. Politician pa uh, passing bad bills. Paid in full. Seen note rocking in the pocket how they living. Making sure they locking us up. I got a feeling. I'm in it. Wait a minute now. A lot of goat dope samples in here. When it comes to something we say, what we don't like is a brother uh, like me on the mic. In fact, too gritty ain't none of us whack. Noriega had back and this line right here when he comes in says everything about the climate in 1992. Jeffrey Dahmer enters the room without cuffs. How the hell do we get stuffed in the back of a cell on an aisle? Ain't it wild? What's criminal? Yo, that line right there, Jeffrey Dahmer enters the room without cuffs. In the music video, it shows Jeffrey Dahmer entering the courtroom without cuffs. This man literally was a serial killer eating people, mostly African-American people, uh, men, and was straight up a sick piece of shit. 
but yet he wasn't cuffed when he was coming into the fucking courtroom. But why the hell? Are, oh, man, I tell you that line right there. That one is a doozy. And then when he goes, why the hell do we get stuffed in the back of a cell on an aisle? Ain't it wild? What's criminal? Now he's questioning, what's criminal? Is that okay? But I get wrongly accused. I'm cuffed up and basically murdered. You know, again, in the music video, they are showing this guy being pulled into the electric chair. He's struggling. He's trying to get away. And then they kill him while these fucking people are watching. These fucking uppity crackers are watching. And I'm just like, bro... So, you know, and then Chuck's like power to the people in the beats. Verse four, only if I had one more time to kick the rhythm, keep on ripping it down the door. So I keep the real criminals exposed behind their clothes, doors in their suits, making them break. So, you know, he's basically just saying right here, like, I'm trying to expose the real criminals, the ones in the suits, you know, the ones that are behind the doors, uh, basically saying, hey, we ain't the criminals. Y'all the fucking criminals, you know, looking for my own because I had enough bull. Can't understand it. Must have been the crooked way they planned it. You know what I'm talking about. Police po- uh, police are supposed to keep the peace, but I can't trust them, so I keep my peace. Dope line right there. Police are supposed to keep the peace, but I can't trust them, so I keep my peace. We talking about the gun, son. Loaded and cocked because, yo, I don't miss on the block. Talk about the ones who don't... Ch- uh, who don't get chained, uh, talking about the ones that don't get chained to the rock, those who got away with the dirt and the grime while they go away with the neighborhood crime. Never liked what I saw in the law. Indiana trees hanging us instead of leaves. We hanging from a rope by real criminals. God damn, I'm telling you, this song right here, this P.E. number one, full on, Indiana trees hanging them instead of leaves. Come on now. Oh, Who's the criminal? Who's the real real fucking criminal? You know what it is. Public enemy, number one, doing what they always do. You know, reach, uppity reach, gotta reach, power to the people and the beats. The the beat is intense. Chuck is intense. Everything about this song is fucking intense. Love this song. There's a reason why this was the only single from the fucking album. So let's play that song. Number six, Hazy Shade of Criminal from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Hit it. When it comes to something we say, what they don't like is a brother like me on the mic is back. To the gritty ain't none of us whack. Noriega had back. Yeah. It's just a rule without cuffs. How the hell do we get stuffed in the back of a cell on the aisle? Ain't it wild? criminal that leads us into our next song so now that is the six unreleased or brand new songs so this album's kind of split in two you get those songs first now we start to enter the remixed uh songs of uh the old songs they have one thing I like about the songs they decided to remix, a lot of them are not like their main big songs. They're kind of like random songs from albums that you wouldn't think would get remixed or you wouldn't think to put on. That's what I kind of like about this. So number seven is the Mega Blast, the Mad Skills Bass Pipe Get Off remix, uh, produced by Damon Dollars, not Dame Dollars, not Damian Lillard, but Damon Dollars. Um, so Mega Blast was on their first album, Yo Bum Rush the Show. And the beat was very simple. Uh, the beat that Damon Dollars made for this one is fucking ridiculous. And it comes in like, um, you know, it's like, 
Rap was definitely hitting hard, and one of the biggest acts, once again, was Public Enemy. And then this bass just starts coming in. Um, and then, uh, so one thing about this song is it's mostly, fla- it's pretty much flavor flavor, but in the background, you can hear Chuck going with. So both of them do it at the same time. So it's flavor flavor rapping, but then you can hear Chuck in the background. And it's like this on the original, too. Very, like, monotone rapping with them. But over this beat, bro, this remix is way better than the original fucking uh, Mega Blast, okay? Way better than the original Mega Blast. I love this one. Um, So, like I said, rep was definitely it, and one of the hardest-hitting acts, once again, was Public Enemy. And so, as it's going on, they're like, there are other rap groups out there strictly, totally, completely political that I absolutely love. A lot of it is done by Public Enemy. The media tries to discount him and the message that they're putting out that they don't want heard. And then Flava Flav and Chuck come in like, Tom's is getting crazy. People clocking out. They're robbing all the cribs, death wish route. Breaking into cars, trying to steal their system. 20 pounds on a bar, bet you can't lift them. By the way, the bass on this one, nuts. It's hitting hard, okay? Um, you know, you throw two punches, now you got no win. Hitting mega pipes, getting super stupid bent. Smoking all the squares, crying all the tears. Working for your boy, come short full of swears. Um, you know, you couldn't make no money because you smoked up all the product. Walking around towns, can't be trusted because you're living in the past. You should have kept your ass away from that blast. And then the bass starts hitting. It's like these siren sounds, and it's like a mega blast. And it's like, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, just give me just one more hit. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, just give me just one more hit. A mega blast. And then you hear in the background, they're sampling Chuck D going like, bass. Uh, which, uh, dude, this song just hits hard. It's so good. The remix is so good for this. And again, it's like giving new life to an old song that really wasn't one of the most known songs off Yo Bum Rush the Show, right? So then he comes and I got a homeboy who's out on the block. He sells more crack than fish on a dock. Runs every car thinking he's a star. Gets his product snatched up, some people in a car. The car pulls off as he hangs into the side. The car that's in motion gets the product took a ride. He tried to sell Damon for a $30 bill. Fake gold plate on the back, no frill. Fake Hawaiian suit, scratching up knees. In refrigerator, bread, water, cheese. An antique fork, how long will that last? You'll see him 12 minutes when he lost that blast. A mega blast, please. Just give me just one more hit. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. Just give me just one more hit. A mega blast. And the sirens are going off and the bass is hitting. And then all of a sudden it gets to the end. And, uh, you know, it's got some more, like, uh, news reports or people talking about public enemy. Like, Uh, You always seem to criticize Public Enemy. Why? And then they go, well, there are some rather unfriendly words. And then you hear this bass, bass, uh, and repeats that. And it's like, I like the construction of the songs. I like the message. I like the fact that the brother is so, Chuck D is so intense about getting his message across. Chuck D is so intense about getting his message across. And then as it ends, you just hear, I'm going to get high. Um, But, I mean, dude, you talk about, look, I... Can't even listen to the original Mega Blast because when I do, I'm like, I just want to go listen to the fucking 
other one from Greatest Misses. I need to listen to the Mad Skills, the Damon Dallas version, because that one's just so fucking dope. So let's play that clip. Number seven, Mega Blast, the Mad Skills Bass Pipe Get Off remix from the album Greatest Misses from Public Enemy. Hit it! And we are back. Now, just as great as I said the Mega Blast remix was, this next song is one of the best remixed songs I have ever heard in my entire life. Number eight is a song called Louder Than a Bomb, the Jam Master J telephone tap groove. This is remixed by Jam Master J and Shy Skills. Yo, they are sampling pride and vanity from the Ohio players. Don't change your love from the five stair steps and the wild style from time zone. So louder than a bomb was on. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. That version is very hype, very energetic, like, you know, most of that album is. This one, this one right here, and that's what I love about these particular remixes it gives Mega Blast a completely different feel with that crazy fucking beat. Louder Than a Bomb, this Jam Master J remix, has a completely different feel to it than the original one from the Bomb Squad, okay? And what I mean by that is the lyrics are the same. Same with the last song. These remixes, none of the lyrics change. But an amazing remix, to me, is when you completely change the feel of a song, even though the lyrics are the same, but you can all of a sudden have a completely different feeling to this song as you did with the original one, and then if it did better. Mega Blast did better, and ladies and gentlemen, for me personally, I'm here to tell you that the Louder Than a Bomb remix from Jam Master J, May He Rest in Peace, is one of the best remix songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Like I said, it is way better than the other version. This beat is so laid back and so chill and so just dope. It's so fucking good. And it starts in, you know, same thing. They claim we're products from the bottom of hell. This is Flava Flav saying this. Because the black is back and it's bound to sell. Picture us cooling out on the 4th of July. And if you heard we were celebrating, that's a worldwide lie. And then this beat comes in like... It's just laid back. Yo, Chuck, the fat general's man trying to pull a deuce, deuce, six on you, G. Yo, man, show him what you got. Show him, show him what you got. This style seems wild. Way before you treat me like a stepchild. Let me tell you why they got me on file. Because I give you what you lack. Come right next, Zach. A status is a status, so I care where you're at, black. And at home, I got a call from Tony Rome. The FBI was tapping my telephone. I never live alone. I never walk alone. My posse's always ready, and they waiting in my zone. Although I live the life that is a resident But I'll be knowing the schemes that of a president Tapping my phone Whose crews abused I stand accused of doing harm Cause I'm louder than a bomb And you know on the other one When he says that he goes Cause I'm louder than a bomb He like whispers it No on this one he's like louder than a bomb And then you hear the samples Louder Yeah yeah louder You know and uh 
you know, uh, Flavor Flav saying him, saying it once again, like, yo, show him what you got, D. I am a rock card trooper to the bone, the bone, the bone, full grown. Consider me stone once again, and I say it for you to know. The trooper's always ready. I yell Geronimo, the CIA, ya ain't gaking. They're both king and X, they got rid of both. A story untold, booth truth but unknown. Professor Griff knows, yo, I ain't no toast. And not the bragging of boasting, but plus I still know secret while they tap on my phone. Although I can't keep it a secret, so I decided to kick it, yo. And yes, it weighs a ton. I say it once again, I call the enemy I'll never be a friend of those with closed minds That know that I'm rapid The way that I'm rapping is making them tap it Yeah, never selling them well because of untime I don't secret at all because I'm louder than a bomb You know, and you know, once again Flavor Flav's like, cold grooving man, cold grooving You know, yeah, you know, show me on the prowl D And um, yeah, dude, over this beat, I just love it And again, there is a music video for this And it's pretty much just them like uh, on tour, just doing something, but it gives a whole different flow, you know, his third verse, you know, cold holding the load, the burden breaking the mold, I ain't lying denying because they cracking my code, am I bugging because they bugging my phone for information, no telling who's selling up, how we're building the nation, so joining the set, point blank with targets, every brother inside is not least, you forget, no, taking the blame, not a waste, here taste a bit of the song, so you can never go wrong, just a bit of advice, because we be paying the price, because every brother man's life is like swinging the dice right, here it is once again, this is the brother, the brother, the the Terminator, the cutter, going on and on, leave them all alone. Get it straight in 88, the troop will demonstrate. My posse always ready, 98 at 98. My posse come quick because my posse got velocity. So, of course, come on now, he's talking 9A. Uh, posse, obviously, I had a rap group, 9A Posse. I shouldn't have to explain no more public enemy. Super influential. Um, comes in with his last verse because the d is for dangerous you can come and get some of this i teach and speak so when i spoke it's no joke the voice of choice with the place that shakes the bass called the uh, one for the trouble the rhythm is the rebel here's a funky rhyme that they tapping on just thinking i'm breaking the beats for rapping on cia fbi all they tell us is lies and i say it they get alarm because i'm louder than a bomb now when i do end up doing a nation of millions that hold us back to, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back Obviously, I'm not going to go into this song as much on that because I just basically wrapped the whole thing for you. Uh, but I wanted to do that with this one because I think most people will agree with me that this remix just gives it such a different flavor, such a different edge, such a different feeling that it just the words hit even harder over this version than they do in the other one. And I mean, Chuck D just speaking the truth like he always does because he's a goddamn monster on the microphone. So you know what? Let's just play that clip. Number eight, Louder Than a Bomb, the JMJ Telephone Tap Groove remix from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Let's go. This style seems wild. Wait before you treat me like a stepchild. Let me tell you why they got me on file. Because I give you what you like. Come right in exact. I stand this the status, so I care where you're at. Like in that home, I got a call from Tony Rome. The FBI was tapping my telephone. I never live alone. I never walk alone. My and we are back i told you i love that beat love that song and it's the same way with mega blast when i hear the original louder than a bomb i pretty much am like i gotta go listen to the greatest misses version so that's two remixes we just had right now that are completely different sounding change the different 
tone, a different feeling to the to the to the whole song as a general. Now we get into number nine, which is the "You Gonna Get Yours," the reanimated Texas getaway version, um, produced by Dre- Jeff Trotter. Uh, the thing with this one is, it doesn't really sound any different from the original "You're Gonna Get Yours." So this one, I'm not necessarily crazy about uh, because. I like the original, you're going to get yours better. And this is just him talking about the 9-8 posse in general, his 98 Oldsmobile. In this corner with the 98, subject to the sucker's object of hate. Um, And I'm not going to go into it super crazy because I want to save these ones for the actual album. And because this beat isn't so different, um, there's not really much I have to go in. I will say... This is definitely a song that I kind of just skip over or I will listen to it because it's not like it's a bad remix, but it's not that different. It pretty much sounds exactly like the other one with like just, you know, it doesn't sound as old. Production is obviously a little bit different, but it doesn't give you a different feeling like Mega Blast and Louder Than a Bomb do. It just kind of sounds pretty similar to the original one. And so, you know, uh, it just suck us to the side. I know you hate my 98. You're going to get yours, you know, and just raps about just rolling in his uh, 98 Oldsmobile, you know, it's bulletproof. Bam. So, uh, and that's all I'm really going to touch on this. Not a big fan of the remix version, like the original better. Um, So this is where finally the album kind of stalls out a little bit because your first six songs, pretty fucking banging, right? Brand new Public Enemy songs. If I'm a Public Enemy fan, I'm happy. I'm like, okay, Hazy Shade of Criminal, you know, got to do what I got to do. All those songs dope. Then you're like, oh, I'm not much of a remix fan. But then you hit the Mega Blast and Louder Than a Bomb remix. And you're like, well, shit, I like these better than the original. So now you're like, okay, it's got a whole different feel. They almost sound like brand new songs. And then you get to this one and nothing about this sounds new. Just kind of throwing in. And this is what stops this album from being like an absolute great album. And just now all of a sudden you're like, it's a good album, but it's not a great album. And this is where it starts to hit. And this isn't the only one. There's going to be a few more that kind of hit in this exact spot. But let's play that clip. You're going to get yours from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Play it. Driving by, waving my fist. Making them mad when I'm going like this. We are back, and that leads us into number 10, which is, of course, another remix. But like I said, from 7 to 12, they're all remixes. This one is How to Kill a Radio Consultant. This is the Chuck Chillout Mega Murder Boom mix. This is him and Salam Remy. This remix is another one that hits right on the block, um, completely changes how the song sounds. Uh, now, this is a remix of a song that just came out a year before this, because this was on Apocalypse 91, the Enemy Strikes Black album, and the original one is still pretty dope, too. And But just like Mega Blast and Louder Than a Bomb, I'm going to be honest with you, I like this one better. The beat is definitely hitting hard, um, and it's just, yo. I mean, it starts off by literally going like, yo, this is Chuck Chilla, How to Kill a Radio Consultant. Yo, Chuck D., Tell them. 
And then he comes in like, push of the button, talking loud, ain't saying nothing. The Mac format, getting fat, I ain't, uh, it ain't funny because my neighborhood is flowing money. And I'm not going to go too much into this because, uh, again, this will show up on Apocalypse 91 when I decide to do that one. But um, I just want a little bit come into this because, uh, you know, it's how to kill a radio consultant, basically. Uh, the radio won't play, you know, uh, public enemy. They've always been talking about that. Uh, the rap shows coincide with the tape flows. Bootleggers go inside the record, the rec to record low. Um, you know, now they, he's like, how'd you get this tape of me? Freestyle, freestyle, no styles free, except the radio, the radio controlled by the sucker move, you know, and, uh, and now I can see the sucker in them. Uh, they move, they go, and they gone, you know, and then, you know, Flavor's talking to shit. Then Chuck comes in, people gonna make the call. You hear the yes, y'all. While the phone keeps on ringing, you hear some singing, singing. Why don't they play the jammy in the daytime? Now, like I said, the original How to Kill a Radio Consultant is dope, but to me, Chuck really flows on this beat. This beat's got bass. It's way harder. There's a reason why it's called the Mega Murder Boom, because it just, just, it's just that much doper. Um, and again... Gives the song a whole different feel, even though it was just out a year before. To me, this is better than the original one. Chuck Chillout, Salam Remy, really definitely flipped this one. And so this with the other three, remember how I said there's three remixes that I really, really liked that give it a whole different feel? Then there's three that don't. Well, this is your third one right here. So that pretty much tells you that the next two uh, I'm not exactly the biggest fan of, kind of like the last one. But... You know, in the end, with 13 tracks on this album, if there's really only three, technically four, that I don't like, that leaves you with nine very solid songs. And uh, I'll get to the last track. I wish they would have put uh, an actual song on here, and that would have gave you a solid 10 tracks. We're skipping by a song like uh, the last one or the next two. Wouldn't have felt that terrible. And to be honest with you, it still doesn't feel that terrible because I do listen to the last song anyway. But nonetheless, we ain't on that one. So let's play number 10, How to Kill a Radio Consultant, the DJ Chuck Chillout Mega Murder Boom uh, from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Hit it. Push her the button, talking loud, ain't saying nothing. The Mac, good or format, getting fat. It ain't funny because my neighborhood is flowing money. Thank God, I'm for the boulevard, they keep the motor running. The rappers go inside with the tape flow. A bootleg is going inside and record the record low. They give me, get this, how can you freestyle? Freestyle, no style free, except the radio. The radio controlled by the sucker move. And we are back, and that leads us into number 11, which is a song called Who Stole the Soul? The Sir Jinx Stole and Sold Out Reparation Mix. So all these ones really have like long um, like titles for their remixes, like the Mad Skills Bass Pipe Get Off remix or the JMJ Telephone Tap Groove or the Texas Getaway uh, Murder Boom, you know, all this shit to it. Um, so out of the three remixes I don't like, this one would be at the top of the ones I, I, I like out of the three. Um, like I said, I wasn't exactly the biggest fan Um of the you're gonna get yours remix because it didn't really sound that different the one after this just it it is different but almost in a bad way this one sounds very pretty much exactly the same but sir jinx puts his uh sir jinx kind of style on it now sir jinx is a, a friend of ice cube a producer for ice cube he learned a lot from the bomb squad bomb squad produced uh, ice cube's first album so sir jinx 
definitely took a lot from the bomb squad and his beats sound very similar to bomb squad he learned a lot from them so again this is his remix but it sounds very similar but uh it's got a little you can tell it's got his Serge Inc style on it which I think is why I like it because I'm a big fan of Serge Inc I really like his beats I like that production for Ice Cube um but you know and I'm not going to really go into lyrics because you know who stole the soul? I still like the original better. That's the original is just super pumped up, super hype. One of my favorite Public Enemy songs. I love the song "Who Stole the Soul," um, and I like the original one better than this one. This also doesn't really give it any different feel. It kind of just sounds like you're listening to the same song. Um, but out of the three remix songs, I don't really care for this one. Is at least the best out of them, but. That's really all I got to say on that. So let's play that clip. Who Stole the Soul? The Sir Jinx Stolen Sold Out Reparation Mix from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Let's go. Once again, this is it. Turn it up. Back, and that leads us to number 12, which is a song called Party for Your Right to Fight, the Black Wax Metro Mix, uh, produced by Greg Beasley. And, oh man, I really like the original Party for Your Right. This one is uh, not as intense. It's trying to be a little laid back. It still just kind of sounds the same. This is my least favorite out of all the remix tracks uh, because the original Party for Your Right to Fight is just dope and this one is just not the feel not a not a big fan of this uh metro mix uh personally um again the lyrics are the same so the lyrics are dope because this song just has some dope ass lyrics on it you know still comes in with the same energy like the power equality and we're out to get it i know some of you with it you know but it just over this beat doesn't have the same just intense feeling to it as the original party for your right to fight um is and that's you know that's it i mean you talk about skipping a song i skip this song i'm not gonna lie um and it's not because of the lyrics i just i like the other one better that's all and i just i i do skip this song i'm gonna be honest with you um that's really all i have to say about it beats not the beats not bad but uh when you're expecting what the original one sounds like uh this one just doesn't hit um so, you know, that's me personally. Anyway, let's play that clip. Number 12, Party for Your Right to Fight, the Black Wax Metro Mix from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses, 1992. Hit it. Power and quality, and I'm out to get it. I know some of you ain't with it. This party started right in 66 with a pro-black radical mix. Then at the hour of 12, some force cut the power and emerged from hell. It was just so-called government that made this occur like the grafted devils they were. And we are back, and that is going to lead us to the last song on this album, which is Shut Em Down, live from the UK, um, and this is over the Pete Rock remix version. So, here's what I wish they would have did with this album and this song. Instead of giving us the live UK version, I wish they would have just put Pete Rock's remix version. This is already a remixed album, 
And this is what I'm saying. If you would have put that Pete Rock remix on here, I would have skipped over those three remixes I told you I'm not big fan. I'm not a big fan of. This would have made it a solid 10-track album. You know what I mean? We would have had six solid new songs. We would have had five solid, uh, you know, remix songs, as far as I'm concerned. And, um, you know, it, we would have had it going on. Or we would have had four, I'm sorry, four solid remix songs. You know, we would have had Mega Blast, Louder Than a Bomb, How to Kill a Radio Consultant, and Shut Them Down, the Pete Rock remix, which, again, the Pete Rock remix is one of the best remixes ever very horn the horn sample gives shut them down a completely different mood and feel than the original one i love both those versions so much unlike the other ones i talked about i actually like them equally i like the original shut them down i like the remix from pete rock a lot and at the time that pete rock remix wasn't on anything so you couldn't even really get to it it would have been great if that would have been added on here. This is also the first time I ever heard that Pete Rock remix was when I had this one. And all I kept thinking was, man, I wish we didn't have this live version because it sounds very distorted. It sounds like you're listening to the radio that's cutting out. But because the beat was so dope, I still listened to the song like it was going out of style because I love that fucking beat so much. And I just sit and wonder, why couldn't you just put put the put the Pete Rock remix on here on an album that already had 12 remixes why not just put the remix on here and it would have been fucking dope you know it would have been great I'm not going to go into lyrics because shut them down deserves its own once I do apocalypse 91 enemy strikes black but that's my only quarrel with it I will say at the beginning of this it is kind of funny because you know a lady comes in she's like here's public enemy with their first ever live performance uh, from the UK with shut them down. And then you hear Chuck like, hold it now. And then they go through this thing where the sound man can't get it right. So Flava Flav's going like to the beach, y'all to the beach, y'all the sound ain't right. Then we can't have a good night. Come on y'all. Let's just have a good fight. The crowd is hype and we are too. So get the sound right. So we can do the do. And then, you know, finally you're Chuck, like you got the sound, we get the sound, we can get it going. And then finally they bust in like, I justify my mama cried. Um, Again, because of the beat, me and my my friends, we would always listen to the song, but we just loved, wished we could find the other one. And then obviously with streaming platforms now, it is out there. So when I did uh, listen to this album, I listened to the original one, the live version a couple times, and I made my own mix of Greatest Misses and threw the Pete Rock remix at the end instead. And man, let me tell you, it fit beautifully. It would have been great. That's all I got to say. But uh Nevertheless, let's listen to number 13, the Shut Them Down, live from the UK version from Public Enemy off the album Greatest Misses. Let's go. I testify, my mama cried. Black people die when the other man lies. See the TV, listen to me, throw the trouble. All the hall in a pain. Take a dad, show no stuff to grab like shirts in the hurt. With a neck direct, took a toll, cause I so took control from the education of a TV station. I look around, here go the sound. And we are back. That is the album, ladies and gentlemen. Greatest Misses from 92 from Public Enemy. Um, So, like I said, there's three definitive, uh, four, really, songs that just aren't necessarily that great. And I could see why people were a little disappointed. But 
As for those three really good remixes and the six other songs that were unreleased or brand new, this is still a pretty solid Public Enemy album. Honestly, it's not in the great category, but it's good. That's what I would say about it. So, uh, you know what I gots to do. I got to take three songs off that I consider the, the, the weakest, and then I got to pick my top three songs. This is obviously going to be super easy. For the three songs I'm going to take off, you probably already know what I'm doing. Number nine, I'm going to take off the You're Going to Get Yours reanimated Texas getaway version. I'm also going to take Who Stole the Soul, the Sir Jinx Stolen Sold Out Reparation Mix. And, of course, I'm going to take off number 12, The Party for Your Right to Fight, Black Wax Metro Mix off. I am going to keep the... Shut them down live from UK. Despite it being live and distorted and kind of sound, I like that beat better. And I still would rather listen to that than listen to these three remixes. That's just me personally. So to go through it again, I'm not going to say their full fucking titles because it's ridiculous. I'm going to take number nine, You're Gonna Get Yours off. I'm going to take number 11, Who Stole the Soul remix off. And I'm going to take number 12, Party for Your Right to Fight off. Now that leads me to my top three look i know it's a remix but to me my favorite song on this album was always the louder than a bomb jam master j telephone tap groove mix from him and shy skills i love that song i love the way the beat gave that whole song a different feeling that's amazing that to me is my number one song my favorite song i'm also gonna go with Number four, Gotta Do What I Gotta Do. I love that song so much. Um, I love the ampness of it, everything about it. It's dope. And then, of course, I'm going to go with the one single. Number six, Hazy Shade of Criminal, because it's the most public enemy sounding song on this whole album. And it's dope. I mean, that line, Jeffrey Dahmer enters the room without cuffs, you know, dude, that alone right there. So to go through it, my top three off the album are going to be number four, Gotta Do What I Gotta Do, number six, Hazy Shade of Criminal, and number eight, Louder Than a Bomb, the JMJ Telephone Tap Groove. That is my three top songs off the album. Go check this album out. It is dope. If you're a fan of Public Enemy, you probably already know about this album and probably feel the same way that I do too. Uh, A lot of Public Enemy fans obviously won't put this at the top of their list, but they're still a big fan of this album. I'm a big fan of this album. It's definitely not over the other ones, but I still like to listen to it just as much as I do uh, with um, Yo Bum Rush the Show. I even listen to it more than Yo Bum Rush the Show. As for the other three before this, no, of course those albums are way better than this one. But, you know, if they could have just taken those three off, maybe remixed them a little better and just put the real Pete Rock, uh, you know, remix of the Shut Them Down on there. I mean, it, it would have been even better. But nonetheless, I still think this is a solid album. It's a good album, just good, not great, not excellent, not superb, but uh, it's, it's a good album. So as always, make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bring the Noise Podcast. Until next week, I am your host, Straight the Clippa, and I'm Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three.